10th of March 2022 is the World Kidney Day. There is a day which is giving so much of importance to the kidney health and there is a reason for it. Uh, kidney being one of the most important organs uh, in the body, uh, it roughly roughly around 1 to 1.2 liters of blood enters the kidney for filtering every minute. kidneys kind of a non-stop filtering mechanism in our body which actually filters and removes a lot of toxins from the blood and manages and maintains the electrolyte balance in the blood and a lot of other functions now kidney related disorders can be highly highly uh, detrimental and uh, the number one reason for such kidney disorders is diabetes diabetic nephropathy chronic diabetes leading to elevated blood sugar levels chronic diabetes leading to uh, kidney tissues getting damaged thereby causing multiple host of other issues right of course there are other conditions also which are autoimmune uh, kidney disorders such as igna nephropathy there are there is uh, fsgs and multiple other conditions also now we at novo vivo here are to talk about kidney health and managing from a lifestyle perspective of course if there is any particular condition wherein the kidney function shows slightly elevated numbers and needs attention it for sure needs attention of a nephrologist or a kidney specialist first and only after that a lifestyle expert such as us can help in giving credible and right information with regards to nutrition management exercise management etc which will go along with managing these conditions most often the conditions related to kidney may not be fully reversible so it's extremely important to make sure that we take care of that health so that it doesn't reach there because once it reaches there in many cases it's not actually reversible and it cannot be retracted back so that's the reason that we have a world kidney day and in 2022 that's on the 10th of march now as already spoke about kidney what what does it primarily do it has actually has a variety of functions apart from just about filtering the blood did you know for example uh, the red blood cells production actually happens with a kind of an enzyme called erythropoietin produced by kidney so if there is a person who is having a kidney damage or a kidney disorder it can lead to severe anemia similarly the active form of vitamin d of course we know the 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 sun vitamin right the when sunlight falls on our skin the fat or cholesterol below that actually forms into uh, vitamin d but that is only an inactive form of vitamin d that inactive form of vitamin d has to go through a certain metabolic process not getting into the details of it through liver and through kidney so kidney plays an important role in actually converting that inactive form of vitamin d to the active form of vitamin d and remember this vitamin d is important for bone health right only in the presence of an active form of vitamin d our body will be able to absorb calcium and so what happens if there is vitamin d deficiency obviously the bones become brittle because calcium is not being able to be absorbed into the body right so kidney disorders it lead to lesser amount of vitamin d production which in turn makes bone related issues deformities or bone osteoporosis brittle bones etc so anemia is another thing which happens uh, uh, the the brittle bone is another thing which happens along with kidney related disorders lot of people think that the blood pressure is actually managed by heart 
blood pressure is actually managed by kidney kidney plays a very important role in managing the blood pressure so how does kidney do that kidney does it by in a very simple terms kidney does it by actually managing the amount of fluid balance in our body uh, depending upon the fluid balance amount of the fluid and the blood volume the pressure kind of increases or decreases so kidney plays an important role in filtering out water and managing the fluid balance in the body electrolyte balance that is also something which needs to be managed ph how acidic or how alkaline our blood is also is an extremely important parameter so much so that the ph of the blood is maintained in a very narrow range of somewhere around 7.35 to 7.45 this thin and very narrow range of ph in blood is extremely important for a lot of other functions to happen inside the blood and two organs the primary organ which actually manages the ph of blood in this very small range is primarily kidney and then lung also plays a very important role in doing that so kidney plays an important role in the ph management also so these are all the aspects which need which which kidney plays an important role in now how can a person understand if there is some sort of an issue disorder or issue or something which needs immediate attention with when it comes to uh, kidney disease because most cases if that is understood and diagnosed much in advance remember as i said needs to be diagnosed with the help of a proper doctor a nephrologist or a kidney specialist to be allowed to give, get in that information uh, a lot of things can be done from a therapeutic state, uh, management from a medical management perspective and also from a lifestyle management perspective to make sure that it does not become worse or it doesn't progress to something much more complicated and extremely life threatening as i earlier said uh, diabetic nephropathy is one of the most common and the most uh, 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 most common cause of a kidney related uh, disorders among people so managing blood sugar levels managing uh, it properly is extremely important for them now uh, healthy weight management is very important i already mentioned about uh, the kidney managing uh, the the blood uh, pressure right kidney is the organ which manages the blood pressure not the heart ulta if the blood pressure is high it can also happen that the renal hypertension or the pressure in the arteries of the uh, of the kidney can go up which in turn causing tissue damage and damaging kidney hence kidney is not able to do its job of managing the fluid balance which in turn increases the bp back again you see so how they are interrelated so kidney damage can lead to hypertension hypertension because of bad lifestyle can lead to kidney damage also which may and which makes the hypertension even more worse right so hypertension happens that way so kidney uh, damage and kidney related issues can lead to that also now typically water intake we know that for a healthy person uh, with a healthy kidney uh, uh, functioning and everything roughly 1 uh, liter of water per 20 kilograms of body weight meaning if a person is 60 kg 3 liters of water is what is prescribed of course if a person is having any kidney related issues and uh, uh, function prob- problems then of course you need to go by what your doctor says depending upon how the extent of that damage or extent of the issue the kidney uh, the, the water intake needs to be uh, managed uh, it is extremely important to avoid uh, consuming too much of medicine especially uh, the non steroid anti inflammatory drugs such as ibuprofen etc needs to be uh, had only based on prescription only based upon how your doctor asks you to have it only if necessary protein extremely important see protein in a normal scenario for a person who is having a normal uh, good kidney function 
protein intake is absolutely fine you can go up to 1.5 even up to 2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight i'm saying if a person is 70 uh, kg person can have roughly uh, from 70 to up to 130 140 grams of protein is also all right provided the kidney function is, uh, is okay and there is no problem there but if there is an impairment in the kidney function protein obviously needs to be reduced why is it so because protein metabolism creates a waste which has to be the the urea which has to be uh, the which is the byproduct of the protein metabolism is excreted by the kidney so higher is your protein intake more loaded and more work the kidney has to do and if there is a kidney impairment you don't want to overload your kidney with unnecessary uh, intake and extreme intake of protein so all those people who go out and go and gym and work out and taking a protein shake absolutely all right provided you don't have a kidney function a kidney related issue but if your creatinine levels are higher or there is urine albumin urine is frothing etc these are all signals that there should be something which needs to be checked and probably needs to be addressed so don't go ahead and increase protein just because you want to gain muscles or just because you want to lose weight so go balanced and always take the uh, opinion and advice of a person who actually understands this I already spoke about electrolyte balance. And now, when I talk about electrolyte balance uh, on the dietary aspect, um, of course, for a normal scenario when there is an initial phases of kidney uh, damage or slightly high creatinine levels and things like that, or urine is frothing, these are all situations which shows that there is a kidney damage. Why is it? As I already mentioned, the kidney is like a filtering mechanism; filters a lot of things out from the blood. Sometimes it reabsorbs it back into the blood and maintain the electrolyte balance, fluid balance. Everything is done by kidney, but by, by means. means of this filtration happens through glomerulus lot of internal procedures there now when that happens if the kidney has some sort of a tissue damage there then there is a chance that these blood proteins might be leaked out into the urine kidney is not able to absorb uh, it back into the blood and actually leaks out into the blood and that's what the proteinuria or a microalbumin presence in the in the urine so what happens when people urinate the 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 urine becomes a little frothy and foamy it probably uh, is an indicative or suggestive of protein presence in the uh, urine so if, if if while passing urine if there is frothing do a urine uh, test and then see if there is presence of uh, protein or uh, albumin uh, so um so in the normal scenario in initial cases there is a diet which is recommended called dash dash is nothing but dietary approach to stop hypertension primarily involves around reducing sodium now where is sodium found of course sodium is found in sodium chloride which is our table salt right now sodium needs to be reduced of obviously tell people with kidney issues or hypertension to reduce salt for this reason because excess amount of sodium can cause some sort of a strain on the kidney and remember the fluid balance right and that needs to be managed higher salt intake can impact that fluid balance so that's the reason sodium needs to be reduced for a person who is already hypertensive blood pressure levels high, the recommended intake of sodium has to be less than 2 grams in a day less than 2 grams in a day 2000 milligrams in a day uh, and to put that number into perspective 1 teaspoon teaspoon okay 1 teaspoon of table salt powder has roughly around 2 to 2 and a half milli 2 and a half grams of sodium in it so in an overall day entire food put together less than 1 teaspoon of salt is what is required of course in a natural common sensical way if we actually make it we will be able to have only we are usually will not be having more than one maximum one and a half teaspoon is what we have in a normal scenario but make sure uh, so sodium is less salt is lesser but let me tell you sodium comes not just through salt sodium also comes through a lot of processed food 
almost all the processed food management and additives used to manage and preserve this uh, processed food is actually sodium based components sodium benzoate sodium nitrite sodium nitrate the the ajinomoto is monosodium glutamate so sodium is seen in a variety of uh, such packaged food when you buy stuff from groceries flip around and read the amount of the sodium content in it it needs to be much lesser the lesser it is the better it is typically almost all tinned and canned food will have a high content of content of uh, uh, sodium in it uh so reduce and make sure that the sodium content is not too much that's important um now um, uh, apart from the sodium uh, other two minerals which also needs to be managed in advanced cases of kidney conditions is uh, potassium and phosphorus potassium and phosphorus management comes to the later stage obviously your doctor would tell you what when and how to go about doing that but typically almost all protein rich food are also high in phosphorus probably egg white is the only uh, exemption when it comes to the much lower in phosphorus content but all other uh, protein rich food is also high in phosphorus so when there is a kidney condition you need to cut down sodium when it, the pro, the, con, the condition progresses to the next level you also need to cut down potassium and phosphorus also not just sodium obviously it also means you need to cut down protein also so what it does is that if you're trying to cut down potassium if you're trying to cut down phosphorus you're also cutting down a lot of green leafy vegetables you have to cut down a lot of pulses you have to cut down nuts so essentially you will be constrained in the amount of the choices of the food that you may have around you so just make sure that you take care of the health especially people who are diabetic okay, there are certain conditions which are autoimmune kidney disorders where it's not entirely in that person's hands why that happened it may not be because of the lifestyle but when if it is because of a lifestyle related kidney disorders i mean these are all the things that we could have otherwise could have attended and averted right so that's the reason that i'm saying all these things sodium primarily but if it advances to next level potassium and phosphorus also needs to be uh, managed now uh, uh, i also mentioned about the uh, the ph level right uh, blood ph level has to be in a very thin range of 7.35 to 7.45 if that range kind of goes haywire or it's actually called metabolic acidosis or alkalosis depending upon is the is the is the blood becoming more acidic or or uh, alkaline in nature if that happens you know protein becomes denatured albumin becomes denatured our enzymes will not be able to do its work so um, uh, kidney plays an important role in doing that also so uh, that's one thing that i'm just saying uh, yeah when with, with regards to fruits and vegetables um there are certain fruits i mean we live in a scenario where obviously we need to mass produce food and feed close to 7 to 8 billion people in the globe obviously mass production using of pesticides and industrial mechanism and grade of uh, manufacturing so much of vegetables and fruits the pesticide usage is very common there are certain kind of vegetables wherein this use is very very high in my person obviously varies from place to place it varies from country to country depending upon their regulatory aspects and also based on the suitability of that vegetable to be grown in that country so if there is a vegetable which is grown very easily because of the climate there probably might not need so much of pesticides but if you try to do the same thing in a different country in a different climate it might need some artificial ingredient artificial pesticides etc chemicals etc which might be sprayed onto that which is not healthy for our body right and the primary the, the two important detox organ in our body is liver and kidney so uh, uh, there are vegetables such as uh, green leafy vegetables most of the, the spinach and cilantro or the coriander leaves curry leaves uh, in fact 
fight the stuff that we buy from the market if we are um uh, the green chilies um apple uh cucumbers these are all if you kind of buy it from outside there is a chance i'm not saying all of it there is a chance that they might have high pesticide content so it is a good method to peel off the skin if there is slightly of elevated retinol levels or things like that peel off the skin and to, uh, which will help you to kind of avoid a lot of pesticides and a lot of these kind of harmful things uh, which can create further uh, uh, you know further pressure and further this thing and the damage to the kidney so that is one way of doing it so that will help you to kind of reducing the pesticides and other aspects apple especially the waxy thing that is seen on top of it right peel the skin off uh if there is again advanced form of kidney related issues leaching the vegetables could be helpful what is leaching uh, basically cooking it in either you know cutting the vegetables and putting it in water for some time and stirring off the water or when you cooking these vegetables the the water which is coming out of it kind of you know draining off that water and use that it helps in reducing the amount of potassium and phosphorus in these green leafy vegetables and other things so it helps to do that so uh, leaching can be done for people who have some sort of uh, who's gone past the initial uh, higher uh, creatine levels or something which is a little more complicated that needs to be addressed uh so that's about the uh things that i wanted to say so yeah so i think i have covered everything that i wanted to speak about the kidney health from a dietary management perspective to sum it up uh maintain your body weight uh make sure if you are diabetic it is managed diabetes can be reversed to a reasonable extent before it even reaches kidney issues or nerve issues or anything so get that sorted manage your weight uh, eat healthy drink enough amount of water sleep well don't have unnecessarily too much of medicines if it is not really needed uh, make sure that uh, you also uh, reduce the sodium make sure your bp levels are normal these all things would go a long way in actually living a healthy happy and uh, a fit life and fit uh, uh, body So on this World Kidney Day, I hope that you all stay healthy, stay fit, and stay young. I hope this information was helpful. If you found it helpful, please do share this across. My name is Rajiv Ambat from Nuvo Vivo Center for Obesity, Lifestyle Disorders, and Research. We're an online health and wellness company in the field of medical fitness. Basically, understand and combine the understanding of fitness, which is all about exercises, looking good, and looking fit. Combine that with the understanding of nutrition, which is all about calorie management and planning. with the background of these lifestyle disorders such as diabetes high cholesterol hypertension fatty liver uric acid uh, so on and so forth and help people become healthy and fit we don't identify ourselves as a weight loss company for sure weight loss is just a by product of improved metabolism and our goal is to improve metabolism by improving the body composition which is reduce body fat improve lean muscle mass which will actually show up on improve bodily vitals and other parameters weight loss is just a happy coincidence and a by product all right i hope this was helpful once again stay healthy stay fit stay young stay safe take care bye